welcome back to the Mother's Village podcast. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen today. My name is Sarah Waller and I hope that all is going well in your world. All is going well in mine, but I am starting to feel a little bit of pressure as the end of the year approaches. Because, and I've made this issue myself, I've got a to-do list, a trusty to-do list, and I intend to try and get it done before the end of the year. So I've put this pressure on my own shoulders, it's my own fault, because that's just the way my, my brain works. So in the time that I have between now and the end of the year, I've got a few things that I want to accomplish. Just because I do. <laughs> but I have started to feel physical tension in my body, and that's likely because I've got a bit too much on my plate. So I've been prioritising some self-care in between everything, just to keep myself physically and mentally on track. And it's sometimes as simple as stretching on the floor with my baby or taking some deep breaths when I'm out in the car, when I'm starting to feel some tension in my body, just to allow everything to calm down and reset. And I share that because if you're starting to feel tension in your body, if you're getting those headaches or you're just not quite feeling yourself, then don't forget just to take a moment to breathe. Take a moment for you. You can still get all that that stuff done if you want to, but just allow yourself a moment of peace if you're able to just so you get to the end of the year still thriving and that you haven't done you know too much and push yourself too far and I share that because I'm in the same boat as you I'm not (laughs) I'm certainly not judging you because I've put pressure on my shoulders too anyway I hope the self-care is going well and if you haven't done any today then why not just do a little something for you if you can but I'm going to be sharing something today that will hopefully make you smile and also potentially make you reflect on where you're at with your motherhood journey because if you're listening to this you're further down the line on your motherhood journey it can be quite easy potentially to forget some of the areas I'm going to share with you today and if you are in it at a similar time with me and you haven't thought about these things recently then it might just be a little nice reminder for you as well. So I'm going to be sharing eight things that I have learnt from my baby. So my baby joined me almost six months ago now, which I can't quite believe. And she has taught me so much and has actually brought so much joy and light into my life. It's remarkable, actually. I'm in awe of her every day. I'm grateful that she is teaching me all of these things because I believe that it's actually making me a better human being, which is probably what we all want, isn't it? So I'm going to be sharing eight things that she has taught me since she has entered my world and I'm going to be starting with number one which I think is quite fitting for this time of year and that is just simply to be more joyful. As I mentioned earlier life can get serious we can have so much on our plate it can feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders and sometimes it's quite easy to forget to actually smile. I have certainly been in this place Um, definitely before Sophie arrived my baby into my life and yeah I'd go for a day and I realised that I haven't actually smiled and then I'd take a moment to actually feel what's going on in my body and realise I'm almost frowning I've been frowning for most of the day and when we lose the joy in life it can make the days quite difficult so what I've learnt from watching my beautiful baby girl is that she is just pure joy most of the time Yes, she has a moment where she's a little bit upset or she needs something, obviously natural. 
But for a lot of the time, she is just pure joy. She smiles, she's looking around, she's engaging. So I have been trying to be a little bit more joyful as well. Just take life a little less seriously. And it could be as simple as just walking down the street, looking someone in the eyes and just smiling at them. It could be that you're in the shop and the person serves you at the counter and you say thank you, looking them in the eyes and wish them a great day. It could be as simple as that and that brings great joy into life. It could be also looking at yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, look yourself in the eyes and just tell yourself that you are amazing. Tell yourself that you're great. Give yourself a little high five. Now, I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but that can also bring joy into your life. So smile, talk to others, talk to yourself. Yes, that is a thing. And yes, it does work. Can all bring more joy into life. And my baby has taught me to just take life a little less seriously. The second thing that she has taught me is to be more playful. When was the last time that you really played? Especially if you've got older children now, because I know as kids get older, they may want to play a little bit less or they're, you know, they're less reliant on you so they're playing with their friends, for example. But when did you get involved last? Have you slid down a, a slide lately? Have you jumped into the ball pool? Have you, if you've got a baby in front of you, have you been really playing with them, really present in their, in the moment that they have when they're playing? Because I've been watching my baby play and it really is inspiring because she's got nothing else to do. She's purely focused on that task at hand. So currently her way of playing is by rolling around on the floor, grabbing both feet with both hands, which is remarkable about how flexible she is, trying to put her feet in her mouth, rattling anything that she can get hold of and simply just enjoying life and it's taught me to be more playful so something that she loves and that I actually enjoy as well when she's in a bouncer often when I'm in the kitchen prepping some food I do some squats in front of her now this sounds quite random and she might actually be laughing because of my squat technique is so bad right now (laughs) But I do some squats and it makes her go into hysterics. It's so funny and her laugh is just so captivating and it makes me laugh and I feel playful. I want to do silly things. I pull faces. I do just ridiculous things I would never have done in the past. I dance around in the kitchen to take that. Yes, I dance to take that with my baby in my arms. When was the last time you danced around? You don't necessarily need a baby either. Have you danced to your favourite song lately? Have you really had a good belly laugh lately? Just take a moment to see how can you be a bit more playful in your day? I know if you're working long shifts or you've got a lot going on in your life, it can be quite difficult to fit play in. But there's always a little bit of time just for something. Even if it's when you're in the supermarket, you've got a trolley. Just jump up and let those wheels glide you along. Can you remember doing that as a kid? you jump up and roll with the trolley. I'm probably not explaining that very well, but I certainly did anyway. Just little things like that can make you feel just a bit younger, can take some pressure off and bring that inner child out. Because we do all have that inner child, even though we may be going through our years, we may be a little bit older in physical age, but we still do have that inner child in us. 
And it's been such a blessing that having a baby has reminded me that my inner child is still there. It was just waiting to be released. The third thing that my baby has taught me is just to be a little bit more open and honest. Now, if you remember, if you've got a baby or a slightly older child, they will let you know what they are thinking, (laughs) especially as they get older. I know for my friends' children, if they think that your outfit is ridiculous, they will tell you. (laughs) Whereas as adults, we'll often, you know, you might let your friend walk out the door in an outfit that we think looks ridiculous. Or we, someone says something to us, but we're not actually honest in our reply. We just go with it. But inside, we're kind of fuming because we actually wanted to say one thing, but something else came out. So she's taught me just to be completely open and honest as much as possible anyway. I do still catch myself. And when I watch her be honest, it's a case that if she needs feeding, she will let me know. If she is tired, she will also let me know. And she's not afraid to sleep anywhere that she likes. And I know obviously it's a very different story when we are adults. We can't necessarily just sleep wherever we like. We can't just necessarily do everything that we want to when we like. But being honest to those around us, being honest in our conversations with each other, can again take some of that internal weight and pressure off and allow us to feel more fulfilled and just be, just essentially just be more, be more us. So that's been really wonderful to embrace is to be more open and honest. The fourth thing that my baby girl has taught me is to really continue to learn and grow. Gosh, how fast do children grow? I cannot believe, I look back at photos when Sophie joined my world and she was tiny. And at the time, I didn't really appreciate how small she was. But now she's bursting out of her three to six month clothes and is heading into the next the next phase. And I can't quite believe it. And she is constantly evolving, constantly growing, not only physically, but mentally as well. Her skills of what she can do now from when she was first born is just remarkable and you just see so much growth in a short space of time and I'm as I can only assume that that continues throughout their childhood so what can we do to learn and grow as adults I mean becoming a mother is obviously a journey in itself and it's constantly teaching us new things so that's an amazing way to learn and grow but is there anything else that you could potentially do to learn and grow that you really want to do so it could be like taking a class that you've wanted to do maybe it's pottery or maybe it's a sewing class or just read more books learn from other people it could be to take more time to reflect often we are so busy that we just go through our day-to-day I'm speaking from experience here and we don't have a moment to kind of stop and just reflect on the actions that we've taken, but also the actions of others around us. Because we can learn so much from our own experiences and grow so much from those experiences, but we just need to allow ourselves some time to do so. And also to explore. We can learn and grow from exploring new places. It doesn't have to be somewhere grand. You don't have to necessarily go abroad. It could be simply exploring your local town, your city, It could be venturing to a new cafe. It could be as simple as that. But by doing so, we're immersing ourselves in a new environment, 
potentially allowing ourselves to meet new people. And also, when we learn and grow, it can often push our comfort zones. Me recording this podcast, for example, certainly pushes my comfort zone. It's not something I was born to do, (laughs) and it is an evolving process. But I've learned so much from doing it and from chatting to guests on the podcast. Gosh, what a privilege that is. And for me, that's an opportunity to learn and grow. And that's why I share my learnings, because if you're listening to this, and it might help you learn and grow. So yes, watching a child develop is quite remarkable and is an amazing reminder to learn and grow. The fifth thing that my baby has taught me is just to give and receive pure love. Now that might sound a bit cringy, but what I mean is that quite often in life, things can really knock us down. Like we we go, we all experience, we all have, we all have our own life experience. So my experiences will be different to yours. But sometimes our experiences can really get us down and it can take away that, I suppose, ability to see that there is still love in the world. And sometimes it can make us see the world quite negatively or see incidents that happen, you know, even if just day to day can be quite hard and it can make life a lot more difficult than potentially it needs to be. When I look into my daughter's eyes, I just see such purity and such love. The way she looks at me is just pure love. And I can only imagine her looking into my eyes, she sees the same. She brings that out in me. Because she's so present. If you look your child in the eyes and have that moment where you have the opportunity to just be present with each other, And it can just be, I'm not saying like, I feel pure love all day because that's absolutely not the case. (laughs) I wish I did, but it's not the case. But there's just moments in the day, moments in the week where I catch my baby's eyes and it's literally a split second, but it fills my heart. And I'll be honest, especially going through my birth experience and even through the latter stages of pregnancy, life can feel quite heavy as I've mentioned it kind of be the theme through the podcast but it can it can drag us down and that feeling of love and that connectedness with oneself but also with others can be lost so that's what she's taught me and if you feel the same um, and you have the opportunity to look your child in the eye or even to look someone in the in the eye that you really care for and just have a moment just to feel that love allow it to fill your heart then it can help not only you, but it also create this amazing energy around you that can have a ripple effect to other people that need it as well. The sixth thing that my baby has taught me is to not hold grudges. It's so easy to hold a grudge as adults. I have certainly held grudges in the past. If someone's annoyed me, I'll take you know give an example of my husband. If he's annoyed me, I can hold a grudge for a while. I try not to now because I am learning and evolving and my daughter has taught me this quite recently that I just need to let go a little bit sooner. But how easy is it to hold a grudge and let that dictate the rest of your day? How easy is it to just ruin your day but also create this friction between you and another person? Or that person might not even know 
you may have had an, a, a moment with someone and what they've done has really irritated you. They may have no idea at all that you feel this way, but inside you are raging. Gosh, how many times have I done that? Live it inside. And it just creates so much tension and frustration. And yes, that frustration may be justified. But sometimes we just need to take a moment to really debrief and see, do I need to hold on to this? And if you do, how can you work through it to let it go or to process it as soon as possible? Because holding grudges can really be quite toxic in the body and the mind. And it can again have a, have a ripple effect on how your day goes. And I give an example with my baby. So, and this is quite an honest example. This evening, she banged her head and it was a complete accident. It's the first time it's happened. She just banged her head slightly on the table and she started crying. And that really breaks my heart when you hear a baby cry because it's obviously created a bit of shock and it it may have been a bit uncomfortable for her. And obviously I consoled her and held her And within a moment, you know, maybe a minute later, she was okay. She'd let go of that that moment. She could have held a grudge. She could have been really upset or angry with me all day long. But she let it go. And she started smiling again and playing. And gosh, I was so grateful that she did process it quickly and she is okay. But it just reminded me like, gosh, maybe we just don't need to hold grudges as, as long as we do. And she's done so many things before to remind me of this as well. But I just wanted to mention that because holding these, this inner, inner frustrations really can impact our health, not only physically, but mentally as well. So if you hold on to any grudges, is there anything you can do to either be honest with a person to really get it off your chest or just to process it and let it go? The seventh thing my baby has taught me is just to really value time. Watching her grow, so this kind of links into learning and grow, but since she's joined me in life, it's really given me a different perspective on life, but also on time. Watching her grow in such a short space of time um, and seeing, I suppose it allows me to see how fast time is actually going. Sometimes it can be easy to forget how fast the days are going when we're so busy doing our own thing. But watching a baby grow and actually monitoring what age she is, being mindful of, you know, what week. In the early days, I was counting by weeks and now we're into months and she's nearly at six months. Where did that time go? And I think sometimes, me personally as well, we think we've got all the time in the world. We think we can do that thing that we want to, that, you know, The dream that we've got, the thing that we really want to achieve in life, oh, we'll do that another day. I'll start that next year. I'll start that in a few months. But how do we know, and this sounds might sound a bit morbid, how do we know how much time we have? Because we, none of us know. We don't have a clock above our head. We don't know how long we're going to be on this earth for. And I I just feel like it's kind of made me really appreciate time in the fact that I want to do as much as I can in the time that I have within reason and to really reach for the dreams that I have because not only do I want to do that for myself but I also want to do it to be a great role model for my daughter. So if there's something that you've been putting off 
whether it's due to fear or you feel like you haven't got enough time is there anything that you can do just to kind of start the you know light that fire take the first step especially as we're going into a new year it's a perfect time to start something new to pursue that goal whatever it is even if it's a huge huge goal that you've got what can you do today to start the process because it's just starting that process that will allow you to move forward and it can be incredible to see obviously with some effort how far you can actually get and what you can achieve and that's what she's taught me is just to appreciate as many moments as I can to be as present as I can in the time that I have but also to realize that time you know we're not we're not here forever time is precious and I want to try and be with the people that matter to me in this time and to connect with people as much as I can in that time but not to waste it I suppose it's very easy just to think I'll do it tomorrow but as I mentioned time is precious and uh, yeah I think that's uh, a huge learning that she's taught me and I hope it you know that might, might resonate with you and I'm sorry if that's sounding morbid because it's certainly not the case but it's just a reality of the you know where we're at in life and I really want you to achieve whatever you you wish in life as well the final thing that she has taught me and there probably is more but these are the key eight that have come out so number eight is gratitude she has taught me to be grateful and Sophie has taught me to be grateful just by her coming into my life I've never felt so much gratitude since she arrived in my life and I can only imagine that you felt the same way when your baby arrived in your world because what a blessing it is what a blessing that your baby chose you what a blessing that you have them in your life and I know it's sometimes it's hard to forget when we're having those tough days when they may be pushing us to the brink because especially I can only imagine as they get older when they're able to chat back when you know they're not wanting to do the thing that you're asking them to do but having gratitude for them just to be in your life can just again take that weight off our shoulders allow those difficult days to pass and for us to reflect on actually what a blessing it is to be a mother and I'm grateful I've never actually been so grateful until I I am have been now and it's funny when I'm out walking with her in the morning and please I don't live a life of perfection but the <laughs> it might sound like I'm living on cloud nine half the time I promise well I don't think I am but maybe I maybe I am um but when I'm walking around outside I, I try and get out every morning with with her and I just look around and I'm just never felt so much gratitude in my life and I feel a bit emotional saying it actually even just looking at the trees I think gosh how incredible is that tree? I wonder how long it's been there for. And then I look up at the sky and just think, oh, it's a new day. There's a whole world out there. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And it can be quite difficult to feel gratitude when we're, we're experiencing those tough days or we've had a, had a difficult moment and we're, we're trying to work through it. But gratitude can be the antidote to anxiety and stress and it's been one of the things that have really helped me through those difficult days and still does and I do it every morning now when I get outside it's just become kind of just something that I do subconsciously I'm just so grateful and I feel really blessed to be a mum and I share that because if you haven't felt much gratitude lately maybe just take a moment now to think of three things that you're grateful for
And even if you are having the hardest time possible, I'm sorry if you are, but if you are having a really tricky time and it's quite difficult to find something to be grateful for, then it could be as simple as just drinking a clean glass of water. It could be having a roof over your head or having that person in your life that's been been the rock. Um, because, yeah, thinking of those things that um, that you are grateful for can just kind of change our trajectory of our day but also of our life as well so they are the eight things that I have been that I've learned since my baby has joined my world and I encourage you just to take a moment to maybe make your own list of what you have learned since becoming a mum what are the learnings that you can pick and you can even think of you know from the past that you have learned from your baby or think of where they're at now but make your own list and just see what comes to mind. If you do want to share, I would so love to hear. Please let me know. Um, I'd yeah, be delighted to hear what you come up with. Are they the same as mine? Are they different? Um, but yeah, see what you come up with. It could be a fun little task to do before the end of the year. But I hope it brings a little bit of joy to your day if it's something that you've not thought about before. I hope my insights uh, maybe create a spark and just make you think... A little bit laterally because it can be so easy to be tunneled vision especially at this time of year we've got so much going on I'm feeling it too and even just speaking to you today has I'm just sat here smiling now and I feel really grateful that you've taken the time to listen to me and that you are joining me on this motherhood journey because what a ride it is thanks so much for listening please reach out let me know what your list is you can reach me on instagram at sarah underscore waller I wish you a wonderful week ahead and I'm grateful for you. I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode. Bye.